Vituity partners with hospitals and health systems to meet today's challenges. Our physician ownership model means our 5,000 plus frontline providers are engaged, accountable, and performance focused. Learn more at Vituity.com. This is Laura Deirdre with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. I'm thrilled today to be joined by Mark Bale, President and CEO of North Bay Health. Mark, it's a pleasure to have you on the podcast today. Well, thanks, Laura. Appreciate, uh, yeah, appreciate having the opportunity to talk with you. Now, I know we've got a lot to talk about, and I'm looking forward to learning more about what you're doing at North Bay. But before we dive into those questions, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself and your background? Sure. Yeah, happy to. Yeah, Mark Bale, and uh, I'm the president and CEO of North Bay Health, which is a independent regional healthcare system uh, in beautiful Northern California. Uh, we have two hospitals, uh, we have our own health plan, and a uh, growing ambulatory network of primary and specialty care, uh, ambulatory surgery center, and uh, you know ancillary services, and an urgent care network as well. Well, that's amazing to hear. And, you know, certainly there's a lot um, to be said about kind of that growing your network and expanding the different services you have in ways you reach and connect with the community. So, you know, in looking from your vantage point as CEO of North Bay, what are some of the biggest issues that you're following right now in, in healthcare? Well, uh, yeah, first I would I have to say I'm, I'm excited. I'm really hyped for 2024. Um, you know, I think it's an exciting time to be in healthcare. Uh, I think we look back, uh, um, you know, over the last few years, it's been very difficult, but I think, um, you know, at some point down the road, we're going to reflect on how really transformative these years were, despite, you know, how challenging. Um, and at times it's been, you know, it's been scary in the healthcare industry. But uh, with that said, I still think, you know, the biggest issue facing healthcare is really on two fronts. Uh, you know, first, I'd say we have major workforce challenges. And second is, you know, I don't think we have a sustainable business model. So, you know, let me uh, kind of start with the first one, I guess, the workforce challenges. Um, like everyone else, I mean, after the last two years, you know, we have less workers, uh, we have exhausted clinicians, uh, and, and they really have incredible demand for their services. So in addition, you know, we know that we have an aging population that's living longer. Um, you know, and you couple that with the declining birth rate across the country over the past 20 years, uh, and that, you know, creates a situation where you have you know, demand is increasing and supply is uh, a really healthcare delivery um, workers is decreasing. So, you know, we know that's going to spell trouble for many years ahead. Um, and that really leads to kind of that, you know, when I talked about the business model itself, um, you know, which was really designed, you know, decades ago. Um, that model never accounted for the large, you know, investment of technology that we've had to make, um, you know, the aging populations that are living longer and greater needs, and then, um, you know, the declining commercial patient populations, you know, which is um, largely due to the cost of the model, I might add, you know, so, you know, as a leader of a regional independent healthcare system, you know, we're, we're looking at where do we invest, uh, do we invest heavily to support the existing model, you know, that we know is unsustainable, or, or do we place big bets on, on some future model, and uh, I think that's, really the, the, the pressing issue uh, that's in front of us in 24. 
You know, that that's a fascinating kind of question that you pose there at the end is where are you going to invest? Are you going to, like you said, improve the existing model as much as you can or look at ways you can really transform and be something new and different given the tools and technology you have? I have an inkling of the way that you're leaning at North Bay, but um, could you talk just a bit more about, you know, what that looks like for you, how you're thinking about investments in, in uh, development um, and evolution of the health system going forward? Yeah, we talk about it a lot. Um, you know, we talk about the need. We do have to, you know, continue to sustain, you know, what we have today in terms of our business model. But, you know, that, you know, the bit, that would be the biggest bet of all, right? It's just continuing to do what we're doing. You know, so we know that we're going to have to place big bets on, on the transformation piece of it. And so, you know, what I'm excited about, um, you know, that we're actually in a position where we can do that today. We're, you know, as we're going, you know, the past, few years, you know, we really weren't able to think about, you know, how to grow and how to expand uh, because of the financial conditions. But, um, you know, there's no question, you know, technology is a component of that. Uh, I feel uh, very strongly that, um, you know, we need to look at, you know, with the, with the issue of the declining workforce, you know, we've got to look at automation and AI and how we can, you know, change the delivery model. So those are, those are places to make bets. Um, you know, but also, where do we where do we see the model shifting? You know, if we're going to talk to our teams about we have to look beyond just what's happening, you know, over the next two to three years, but really, ten years down the road and twenty years down the road, what's really, you know, what what do we need to have in order to be successful, and, and what would we need to, you know, kind of uh, bet on in order to to be ready for that. That's such an interesting question, and I can imagine sparks some very uh, a lot of great ideas and debate within those conversations. You talked a little bit about some of the things you're excited for, and really feel like you're bullish for the future in healthcare in North Bay in general. Is there anything you're nervous about? Yeah, well, uh, yeah, I definitely think there is. I mean, what I'm probably most nervous about would have to be, you know, our teams. Um, you know, I talk about. Um, you know, being able to be in a you know, different situation than we were even a couple of years ago. But a lot of that has to do, you know, with the hard work and the effort of our teams and how much, um, you know, they had to go through to get us here. And so that, that's probably what I work, worry about the most. Um, you know, they're, they're over, they've been overworked. You know, our clinicians have been, you know, somewhat underappreciated. And, uh, you know, the question is, will they have the energy, you know, to move at the pace we need to in order to be successful? And so I think a lot about, you know, what we can do uh, to help elevate them, you know, back up, get them, you know, back in the game, so to speak, with, uh, you know, the things that we need to do and, and, and taking care of them. But uh, that, that would be, I would say, what I'm most nervous about. Yeah, yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. And, you know, I know a lot of um, hospitals and health systems are going through similar things in terms of looking at their teams, how they can really overcome some of the challenges in, on the workforce front and, um, you know, supporting those who are working hard every day to um, provide care in, in their communities. Is there anything that um, you really see has been successful for you when you're um, looking at whether it's um, supporting your workforce or, or, things that you are pivoting to in order to um, really kind of try to, as much as possible, solve some of these challenges that are brought about by workforce shortages and other labor issues? 
Yeah, I would have to say, you know, we, we invest a lot in, you know, kind of systems that will allow our teams to communicate up to our leadership team and what their needs are. Um, and so, you know, we have a tiered huddle system that, you know, we, we are putting in place that allows that front line to communicate, you know, very directly all the way up, you know, with what they need. I think sometimes, you know, we as uh, executive teams, you know, are offering solutions, you know, to maybe what aren't the pressing problem of the day for them. And so getting that information uh, timely and developing, you know, tactics to address what they see as the most pressing need is, is it's been very important. You know, I hear that a lot from our teams, but they're very appreciative that, you know, that we're actually listening to them. You know, we're hearing what they need because, you know, strategy is great and we focus a lot on strategy, but, you know, oftentimes, you know, the strategies, you know, to them just feel like one more thing we're asking them to do. And so getting that, you know, line of communication is important. Uh, and then once we address those, you know, then then we can bring back strategy and talk about, okay, now that we've been able to address your most pressing needs, here's some things that we need to focus on that get, are getting us forward for the long term. So uh, we invest a lot of time to do that. That's really great to hear. And it seems like, you know, a, a very positive way to form that bond and that trust with the teams that you're working with and, and caregivers in general. Now, before we wrap up here, I'm wondering, what do you think will – most effective healthcare leaders need in order to be successful over the next two to three years? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, you know, I think they'll need to be one, you know, willing to transform. You know, as I started out, uh, I think it's an exciting time to be in healthcare, but, uh, you know, only if you embrace, you know, the kind of the new world of, uh, of AI and automation and, and all the, you know, disruptive innovation. Uh, I, I think they, you know, I, I also think you need to be great communicators. Uh, you know, the most effective leaders that I've worked with are ones that can, you know, sort of translate the most complex problems that they're facing into, you know, seemingly simple solutions. Um, and that just requires learning how to map, you know, where the organization wants to go with, you know, what the people need that you're leading, you know, so that's how culture can drive strategy. And, and, and finally, I would just say, um, you know, they just talked about take care of your team. You know, it's been hard over the last few years, but, you know, just make sure you're finding ways uh, to bring them along uh, as we as we move into this next uh, two or three years of hopefully uh, transitioning, you know, out of, you know, just sustaining to to really growing. Mark, I love that. What a great way to end and emphasize the conversation that we've just had. Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. This has been a really fun and interesting conversation, and I look forward to connecting with you again soon. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Laura. Yeah, I enjoyed the conversation as well. And uh, and thanks to, uh, you know, the entire Becker's team for keeping, you know, healthcare leaders informed out here. It's very, it's very much appreciated. So thank you. Vituity partners with hospitals and health systems to meet today's challenges. Our physician ownership model means our 5,000 plus frontline providers are engaged, accountable, and performance focused. Learn more at Vituity.com.